Years ago, in the first church I served in as pastor, I preached a sermon one Sunday where the big theme for that particular sermon was on why it's important not to complain. Just pretty standard, basic kind of not complaining, taking joy in the Lord sort of stuff. You know, wasn't looking to step on anybody's toes. It's amazing how quickly you can step on somebody's toes, though. Because as I was in the back with the little receiving line going out, one saint of the Lord looked at me with quite a good bit of consternation on their face and said, Pastor, you have taken the only thing I have. And she wasn't joking. Now, I've served as a pastor for a while, and we all know that saying that sometimes there are just those precious lambs of the Lord that even Jesus couldn't please. Y'all heard that before? Yeah, maybe a little bit every once in a while. Pastors, church workers, and even people who have been in the church for more than two minutes know that uh, while we do say wherever two or three are gathered, there Jesus is in their midst, we also know that wherever two or three are gathered, there are going to be gripes, arguments, complaints, and consternation. So it's with that backdrop that I read this story from John today about the feeding of the 5,000. We find this story in all of our gospel readings. And they're all wonderful and they're all miraculous. I love to hear somebody else read the story and to shut my eyes because I can see the pictures in my child's picture Bible from when I was a kid and my parents or grandparents would read to me the story. It's a great story. All of these people following Jesus, they're out in the middle of nowhere and they realize they need to eat and a little boy brings forward, uh, what was it, uh, Kai, was that five loaves of fish? Yeah, I like that. I don't know what a loaf of fish is, but uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, five loaves of bread and two fish. Remember that little song you used to sing? Anybody remember that? Five lo- I'm not going to try to sing because my voice is all kinds of crazy right now. And everyone eats, and they're satisfied, and it's a great scene for everybody. But nagging in the back of my head, I just have to believe that somewhere in the midst of those 5,000 people, there was somebody who was not happy, somebody who was complaining somebody who didn't like this particular moment. Fish, I don't really like fish. Bread, come on, gluten-free. Or whatever the gripe might be, but I have to imagine that in a group of 5,000 people, somebody had to complain at some point. And so this idea kind of wouldn't let me go this week. It got me to thinking about how often 
we miss what God is doing because we're complaining or we're upset in the moment. Now, I have a little experience with that this week. The first is this lovely little head cold that I'm dealing with. And as I made the joke with you earlier about how if I could cut down all the crepe myrtles, I would. But in the grand scheme of God's very good creation, guess what? Crepe myrtles play a role. Granted, right now I probably don't see it or appreciate it very well, but they do. And I miss that when I spend all of my time complaining and griping about the fact that I've got this head cold and my head feels like it's way up here and my body feels like it's way down there and all the rest of that. If anyone's curious, uh, stock in Sudafed would be a good thing to buy right now because I think I'm making their numbers go up just off of how much Sudafed I'm buying. Second experience actually came uh, last night. We got the kids in bed. April and I tiptoed from their rooms, looked at each other with glee because they had all gone to sleep nice and easy. We did a few chores around the house, finished getting McKinney ready to go to camp because we take McKinney to camp this afternoon for the first time ever. We sat down, we actually had a conversation where we completed sentences. It's amazing. And then we went off blissfully to sleep. Good night, my dear. Good night. Sleep well. We will. Guess who didn't sleep well? Alistair, at 2 o'clock, decided to wake up. And guess what? He was up until I left for church this morning. So I'm operating on about two and a half hours of sleep. So if this stops making sense, just blame it on that. Now, I would love to say that I took advantage of that moment last night to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with my son, because they do grow up so gosh darn fast, don't they? But you know what? There was a little bit of rueing that went on last night. I may have rued the day he was born. If you haven't tried, that's fun. I may have had a conversation with God. Remember those words Adam said to God about Eve, the woman whom you gave me, God? God, the child whom you gave me. I'm trying to preach the gospel tomorrow morning, but instead I'm dealing with this child who you gave me, God. And yet, in the midst of my own willingness to gripe and complain, I did miss the fact that I had an opportunity one-on-one -on -one to spend with my child because they do grow up so gosh darn fast. The reality is every moment of every day is filled with grace and blessing from God. Sometimes they're grand things like this image that we have in today's gospel. 5,000 people out in the wilderness hungry, and God performs a miracle and feeds all of them such that they're all satisfied and they all have an abundance. Sometimes those miracles happen. But oftentimes, the miraculous, 
the gracious presence of God is in the small things. Maybe it's an 18-month-old that won't sleep. Or a crepe myrtle that just won't stop blooming. Or something else. And you're not going to be able to grasp on to what God is doing in your life if you're busy griping and complaining about it. Show of hands. Whoever, who here has walked into a place? It can be church, school, office, whatever, and complained for like five minutes straight when you get there. Anybody? I think, I think just everybody's hands are up, and, and, and if not, then they probably should be, because we've all done it. I mean, there's nothing better than just going in somewhere and just griping all about everything that just irritates the ever-living fool out of you. Yet, when you do that, you miss the subtle little things that are there. The everyday graces and blessings that God pours out upon you so generously. If you walk into work and spend your first five minutes griping about work, you miss the fact that you have a job. If you walk into church and you spend the first five minutes griping about how the pew creaks and it just aggravates you a little bit, you miss the fact that you have a church and that you can hear God's word and that you have a pew to sit in. Not sitting in the pew would be kind of uncomfortable, wouldn't it? Anybody want to sit on the floor? I mean, I can get down, but getting up is a little bit harder. So do this for me this week. Everywhere you go, spend five minutes saying something good about it. Just five minutes. Finding the good in what God has blessed you with in that moment. Also, do this for me. When you get up in the morning, you're brushing your teeth and washing your face and all that kind of stuff, look in the mirror and say five good things about yourself. Because you know what's staring back at you in that mirror? A miraculous creation of God. That's what you are. And yet so often we look in the mirror and all we find are faults. Too many gray hairs. Need to cut my hair, trim my beard. I don't like that little spot right there. Weigh a little too much or whatever else it is. So just five things celebrating the gift of God that is staring you in the mirror because that's what you are. Because people, the reality is that God is present in this world. God is present with you. God is filling all moments with grace and beauty. But it takes work to train yourself to look for them and to celebrate them. And the thing is, the more you look for them, the more you lift them up, the more you celebrate them, the more you see them. And the less those things you gripe about, the distractions, 
really seem to even matter. So join with me this week in celebrating the presence of God in your life and in our world. Amen.